0: Alexa, play Fully Posable Podcast.
1: Playing Fully Posable from Spotify. Just so you know, while you're listening, you can ask me to fast forward or rewind by any amount of time, like five minutes. Now for your podcast. Here's the latest episode episode 362 Fully Posable's Diabetes.
2: That's great. <laughs> oh my god. Here go. Alexa, stop.
0: Oh, that was fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen,
2: my name is Scott Hey yo, Is that his jungle product? It's gonna be Jeff Green. Cool. Rise to the top, oh, yeah. And you're listening to... All of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable...
1: Have your own WrestleMania
0: with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure... Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And
2: we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey,
3: welcome to episode 363 of... The Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. (gasps) My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is the influencer himself. What's the other nickname we gave you? Uh, Scientific Podcaster. The Scientific Podcaster himself. I forgot the other one. Wow. Stud Muffin. I don't think we said that one. Sexy Boy. That one we did give you.
0: The 1997 Buff Bagwell Lookalike. The
3: man that had his screen name The Stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Scott. Scott, say hello. (laughs) Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude?
0: Well, first off, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had a safe and fun New Year's Eve going into New Year's Day. Hopefully, your hangovers weren't too bad. Uh, We had big plans for Saturday night. We are going to go hang out with some friends in the Bay Area, have some drinks, have some food, do a little partying, a little dancing maybe. But Mother Nature had other ideas. We got flooded in Tracy, California, of all places, and uh, we got basically stuck at the house and it wasn't too bad. We kind of made the best of it. We binged watched some Yellowstone, hung out, had some Chinese food. It was really good. So that was our New Year's. I hope you guys had a blast.
3: Most of that same thing over here, just kind of kicking back, relaxing. I mean, anyways. Yeah. Hey, when life
0: gives you lemons, you put them in the fridge or you cut them up and put them in your drainer- drain or uh, drain disposal or what do you call that thing? Garbage disposal. That's the word I was looking for. Screw Screw those lemons.
3: Oh, is that what you're supposed to do? Like in that movie, American Pie?
0: <laughs> yeah. Try it out. Let me know how it goes, dude. It
2: burns. It burns. It burns.
3: <laughs> uh, do you have any regrets or anything regarding top 10 last year? Excuse me. Last, well, technically it was last year, last week, or any remorse regarding things that you might have left out, or are you happy with your top 10? Are you happy with your predictions?
0: All across the board, 100% satisfied.
3: Oh, all right. Was thinking that maybe you forgotten something or whatnot.
0: Nope, I'm like that dude in that movie with the R V in it, when he opens up his shirt and shows off his massive chest tattoo that says no regurts. That's me, dude. Totally satisfied oh. with my picks.
3: Okay, cool, cool. Why do
0: you got something going on? You uh you not feeling one of your picks?
3: Well, I do have one thing that showed up. I did get the Bam Bam Bigelow greatest hits. Uh-huh. Oh,
0: that one that was on my list that I don't regret.
3: I'm not going to count that figure as a 2022 figure. Really? No. Well, dude, you it, know it was in stock in 2022, even on BBTS. It was also on in stock that almost the same exact figure. Now, granted, they blasted it with the True FX, you know, and all that stuff, and all the all the other goodies, extra hands, all that stuff. But to me, that figure is when, when did it originally come out? 2011,
0: 2012? Oh uh, gosh, the original Legend series, yeah. So. You're talking probably 2012, yeah.
3: Yeah, so I view that figure as a 2012, but if anybody had it on their 2022 list, I would say, okay, I get it, I understand, but to me, that figure is 2012, 2013, whenever the hell it came out originally.
0: Really? So you're going to play technicality here, and that's how you're going to defend him not being on your list? You're going to play yep. a technicality?
3: That's where I'm going with it. <laughs>
0: This is like you picking our uh, custom figures from Jason Wolf as your number 11. It was a way it's of preserving your top 10 list.
3: My list.
0: <laughs> Look, they're amazing. Because, as we all know, we discussed it last week. Jason Wolf does incredible work. But, dude. <laughs> that was the slide whistle. <laughs> that was the slide whistle, which also denotes STFU, co-host.
3: Now, I was looking at the back of the box that came in for the Bigelow. Okay. And it says, career highlights, ECW champion, ECW television champion, WCW tag team champion. Okay, that's fine, right? But then it has a little snippet. It says, after WrestleMania 11, the Beast from the East walked away from the Million Dollar Corporation and blazed his own path.
0: Yes, because that outfit that he's wearing in that, that gear, that signifies when he left the Million Dollar Corporation and went face.
3: Okay, but blazed his own path,
0: to what? To ECW, <laughs> and out of the WWE.
3: <laughs> I don't know, dude. That snippet just seems weird. I don't know. It just—it's a weird snippet.
0: But right, but blazed his own path. Get it—the whole fire thing with his costume. Oh, and... there's
3: a pun in there.
0: Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I... They... God damn it!
3: D- hey, D- the box was already damaged. Goddamn Amazon! So I threw it. <laughs> But I'm pissed at myself. I didn't realize the pun.
0: But you're gonna open that figure now, right?
3: Yeah. Actually, I have to be honest. One of the things I've been thinking about is wrestlers that have passed away. I'm never gonna get stuff signed, right?
0: Yes, that's correct.
3: So I do have these Detolfs, and the plan is to get more Detolfs.
0: Yes, of course. You have a lot of space for them.
3: So I've been considering. Now, don't. I don't want everybody to pick up their pitchforks. Go
0: see. I told you. <laughs>
3: God damn it. Go away. Don't invite him
0: back. Get him out of here.
3: No, he's here. He's here. It's me. It's me. (laughs) I told you you would open up your stupid figures, Mattel figures. (laughs) You know, Keyboard Warrior, it's good to see you this week. No, it's not. Why didn't you ask me about my top 10 list? All right. What is your top 10 list for 2022? Well, thank you. Now that you asked. Number five. I thought this was the top 10. No, it's number five. Number five. Zombie Sailor. Zombie Sailor what? Zombie Sailor. Okay. Number four. Cella. Okay, cella what? Cella. You're not going to give out figures? No. Okay. What's number three? Jazzwares. (laughs) All right. Number two, Storm. Number one, Super 7.
0: Wow. Where's Mattel? I told you not to invite this guy. Mattel
3: doesn't make my list because they don't listen to my million dollar ideas. (laughs) Okay, we're back to this. He didn't Uh, give figures. Get Security, get him out of here. I heard Scott earlier say his screen name back in the 90s was The Stuff. (laughs) Okay, what's your screen name? I don't want to tell it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, why not what it's a little embarrassing okay Th- then why did you bring it up all right do you really want to know yes herpes free since 03 oh uh, what mm-hmm. how did you get hmm. the herpes goodbye everybody <laughs> <laughs> well that was nice of a keyboard warrior to show up and drop a screen name so if anybody wants to message wow. him on aol instant messenger <laughs>
0: that's a hell of a top 10 aka a top five AKA, where were the figures? I know. it's just all of them. I
3: know. it's just all of them. Number five was Zombie. Number four, Where
0: Weirdo, that guy crawls out from underneath your desk every week. It's so strange. <laughs> I don't know why you keep letting him in the house. Maybe it's because well, he keeps going under your desk. I don't know.
3: Well, it's a good, good thing he's herpes free since 03. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You ever seen Police Academy?
3: <laughs> well done, dude. Well done. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to ProWrestlingTees or Whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at FullyPosable, Instagram FullyPosable, WFP. You could go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and
0: Spotify.
3: Or, Scott, why don't you do it right now? Ask your Alexa,
1: play FullyPosable podcast.
0: All right, let's see what happens. Hey, Alexa, play FullyPosable.
1: Did you mean play the song Fully Posable?
0: There's a song Fully Posable? There's a song Fully Posable? What? Yes. Waiting. Hey Alexa, play Fully Posable.
1: Sorry, I'm having trouble
3: understanding. No, you have to tell her play Fully
0: Posable podcast. Hey Alexa, play Fully Posable podcast.
1: Hmm, I couldn't find Fully postable. Postable? Her hearing is
3: as bad as mine, I'll tell you.
0: (laughs) Who would listen to a podcast about the United States Post Office? Come on. (laughs) Stop it. Hey, Alexa, play Fully Posable
1: Podcast. Playing Fully Posable from Spotify. Just so you know, while you're listening, you can ask me to fast forward or rewind by any amount of time, like five minutes. Now for your podcast. Here's the latest episode. Episode 362, Fully Posable's Diabetes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
3: That's great
2: Oh my god
0: Alexa stop Oh that was fantastic
3: Oh my god I could not have <laughs> got <it. laughs>
0: Apparently Alexa knows the word Diabetes She didn't even try to pronounce it diabetes oh It was diabetes. diabetes
3: Oh crap I'm crying Dude <laughs> Holy shit that was hilarious
0: Fantastic.
3: (laughs) Oh man, well, that made my night, so. Alexa, uh,
1: thank you. You're so welcome. Your kindness really gives me a charge. Hope you've enjoyed your Wednesday. By the way, you have one new notification. When you see the yellow light ring on your device, it means you have a (coughs) a notification or message. Just say, (coughs) read my notifications.
0: Whoa. Hey, okay. Don't you start with me, Alexa. You better calm down over there.
3: It's the beard. It gives her a charge, dude.
0: I guess so. She's all charged up. Look at her go.
3: Uh, Please rate... <laughs> Diabetes. <Die> <laughs> that was great. Uh, please rate and review on iTunes. Please, please give us five stars. Leave a review. And if you would like, you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Scott, have you picked anything up recently?
0: Well, I did ship my big pile of loot from bbts because i had a few orders in there that were almost expired they were getting down into like 20 or so days before i had to get them shipped and it's like i always try to wait until the very last minute knowing something is going to come in stock and dude literally every time i ship my pile of loot i get the notification the day after i tell it to ship that something else is coming in
3: that's the way it's supposed
0: to work every time Every single—I could wait for like three weeks, four weeks, and nothing would happen. And then I would ship it, and the very next day, i get that notification. Oh, hey, by the way, your G.I. Joe Classified Dusty figure is coming in stock. And I'm like, dude, really? But I've got a nice big box coming from BBTS. Can't wait to get it. Got my first Mezco figure coming in. So, super excited about that. My Eric Draven Crow figure from Mezco is coming in. So, can't wait to get my hands on that beauty and get him set up in the Detolf case. Uh, got some G.I. Joe classifieds coming. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter is one of those. I have the Hulk Hogan fist helmet figure coming in. I've got the Bigelow Top Picks figure coming in. So oh. got some good stuff coming in the box. Can't wait to see it.
3: Well, I know the Bigelow card will be better than what Amazon showed up or what Amazon dropped off on my okay, doorstep.
0: Okay, well, it will for sure. And check it out. If you want to give me your beat up box one, cuz I'm opening it anyway, I'll take that one if you wanted to have one nicer on the card.
3: Uh, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Cuz as I said, I'm trying to decide if I'm really going to do this about opening up figures of deceased wrestlers that I'm not going to be able to get signed. Because right. if I if I do that, or what I can do is I could sell them and then just buy loose.
0: You could, but there's a lot of satisfaction in opening the figure and then putting it in your display case knowing that You know, you're the only one that's handled it. It's not a beater. There's no...
3: There's no satisfaction. (laughs) It makes me cry.
0: I'm surprised your top 10 list wasn't like, and number 10, cardboard box number three. And at number (laughs) nine, cardboard box number 17.
3: That goes well with my top five (laughs) zombie. Oh man, that guy is something else. I hate that guy. Do you really, or does he bring you hours of entertainment?
0: No, he, he really does. He, he puts a smile on my face.
3: Alexa brings us hours of entertainment, especially when she says diabetes.
0: I, we haven't talked to Alexa in a long time.
3: <laughs> no, I miss her.
0: It's been a while, because we were having her play random songs, right? And I had to mm-hmm. guess which one it was. Uh, yeah, it was an 80s song, right? Yeah, I think we were having her do, like when we, that's when we were doing the Aquanet Minute. We'd have oh, her okay. play a random song, and I have to guess which one it was. Okay, you want to do it again? We haven't done this in a while, let's try it. True, we haven't. I, oh, you know what? I wonder if we could have her do wrestling themes.
2: And then Ooh. guess which
0: wrestler theme it is. It's, it's going to be so easy, but go for it. All right, let's see what happens. Hey, Alexa, play wrestling music.
1: This is WWE from Spotify.
2: What in the blue uh, uh,
0: Hmm. Is this... Um... Hmm. Is this Maestro?
3: Is this Kale Dodds?
0: <laughs> who is this? Is she. I think she's lost it. What is she doing? Is this like Dexter Loomis or something?
3: We're gonna get corrected on this one. Who
0: is this? I, dude, I honestly don't know who this is. I'm trying to I, let it breathe and like get to the. Is this Bray Wyatt?
3: Ask Alexa who this
0: who this is. Hey Alexa, who is this?
1: This is WWE.
0: Oh, she wants to be a smartass. Is that Bray's music,
3: or is it just Bray? Actually, now that because I watch SmackDown sometimes on mute or and just oh right yeah, so I haven't been keeping up with all the themes or recent themes, so that might.
0: Okay, I think that's Bray's music. Okay, that's Bray. Let's try another one. Hey, Alexa, fast forward. Oh. Jackass.
2: No, that's not (laughs) (laughs) Jackass.
0: The opening to Jackass. (laughs) When they're in the big shopping cart. (laughs) Who is that?
3: Uh, Is that Lashley?
0: Oh, that might be Lashley.
3: No, it's Roman. Yeah, it's oh, is Roman. that Roman? Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah it is. It's...
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Sorry. It. That was my bad. All right, tell her to stop. Hey, Alexa, next song. <laughs> we'll do one more. I don't know this one. Who is this? <laughs> we got John Cena rolled. <laughs> yes. Hey, Alexa, stop.
3: <laughs> we just got John Cena rolled.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's the, that's the wrestling equivalent of a Rick roll. You're right. When somebody puts on John Cena's music... <laughs> You can't see it, but you just got Cena rolled.
3: All right. You know, I thought what I'd do is I would also pull a couple more house shows.
0: That we went to? That we went to.
3: All right, Scott, this was a house show that was in San Jose, January 10th, 1997. 10,632 packed the San Jose Arena that night, the Shark Tank. Are you sure I was with you? You were sitting to my left. Okay. Okay. Let's see if you remember any of these matches. Flash Funk defeated Salvatore Sincere.
0: Definitely do not remember that.
3: How don't you remember that five-star classic?
0: (laughs) Don't disparage the name of Flash Funk. He was a badass.
3: Don't you disparage the name of Salvatore Sincere?
0: (laughs) Good point. Also a badass.
3: Bart Gunn and Henry and Phineas Godwin defeated Justin Bradshaw and WWF Tag Team Champions Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith. Whoa. I know. I don't remember that one. As you, as I said last week, I kind of remember a lot of these house shows, but, uh, as I was looking over this card, I don't remember some of these, uh, the Sultan defeated Aldo Montoya. Okay. See if you remember this one, WWF IC champion Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeated Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin by pinning Austin.
0: Whoa. In 97.
3: In 97. So, the reason that that match happened was because I believe it was Sid versus either Austin or versus Brett. I think it was versus Austin, and Brett was supposed to be facing Hunter. Well, Sid's flight got delayed by snowstorms or whatever.
0: Because Sid was champion, right? This would have been before the Rumble?
3: 100%.
0: Okay, got it.
3: Ahmed Johnson defeated Crush.
0: I bet I was happy about that.
3: You popped big time. Nice. The Undertaker fought Vader to a double countout.
0: Oh. And
3: in the main event, Shawn Michaels pinned Mankind with the super kick.
0: Hmm. Okay. Who was champion then? Was it Sid? It was Sid. Okay. So this was definitely before the Rumble then. What was the date again?
3: January 10th, 1997.
0: Okay, so yeah, the Royal Rumble was definitely after that then. So yeah, okay, so Sid would have been champion, so that final match was not a title match with with HBK and Mankind. Correct. Okay.
3: That was the match where Sean hit Mankind with the super kick and then like bolted out of the ring, just ran out of the ring. Like he had a crap on deck that could choke a donkey.
0: (laughs) He didn't stick around. Who was the face in that match? Was it HBK? It was HBK. Okay, so he hadn't done any type of, like, heel turn or anything yet. Not yet, not yet. Okay, because he still had to win the title at the Royal Rumble 97. Yes. And then...
3: And then, didn't he lose his... I was going to say,
0: lost a smile, right? Right. That was the 97 thing. Okay, got it. So that's when all, like, HBK's character started to turn a little bit.
3: Correct, correct. Okay, got it. So, yeah, that's the one where he ran out of the ring and everybody's like... Oh, you know, because it was the main event, so you thought Sean was gonna stick around, do his posing, right, oh, right? Oh, dude, he had mud butt or something going on, you know, and he yeah, had a crap out.
0: on deck that could choke a donkey,
3: and he bolted out of that ring, dude.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember any of that, but again, you know, those those mid to late nineties for me are are very fuzzy.
3: I'll also, talk about this house show, and you weren't with us. It was me, special guest Sean, and by the way, special guest Sean's name is gonna pop up on the end of this show, so. Um, you can send him angry text after that, but we'll get into that in a second. Oh, spoiler
0: alert. Okay.
3: So this was myself, special guest Sean, and a couple other people. I can't remember who else was with us. But WWF at San Jose Arena, October 12th, 1997, 6,155 fans. Brockus, not Keith Brockus, who we <laughs> mention on this show quite often, but the other Brockus, the other jacked up Brockus, pinned the Sultan.
0: Wow, that would have been one of his, what, four matches in the WWF?
3: D'Lo Brown with Rocky Maivia and Kama pinned Mark Merrow after the Nation of Domination interfered. The Headbangers defeated Savio Vega and Miguel Perez Jr., and that was the one where one of the Headbangers didn't hit the ropes right, and he kind of messed it up, and that's when Savio Vega started chanting, You effed would up
0: to the You him. told Savio that story, too, I think, when we met him at Wrestle Reunion back in, like, 2012. Yep,
3: exactly, and he was dying laughing too because he was hella like, laughing. Because as I always say, you know, they hear the same questions. Hey, do you remember your? I'll use Savio Vega as an example. Hey, do you remember your match against Stone Cold with the leather strap? You know, they hear that yeah. stuff all the time. So when you bring something to them like this, that's completely random, they kind of perk up a little bit. They're like, "Oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah," you know. Yep. Yeah, yep.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Jim Neidhart defeated Flash Funk. Whoa. Then, the Patriot pinned Jim Neidhart, who was substituting for Davey Boy Smith.
0: Oh, so Jim Jim Neidhart, of all people, pulling double duty.
3: Yep. Wow. WWF Tag Team Champions, the Legion of Doom, defeated Rocky Maivia and Kama.
0: Okay, see, I should have gone. I could have seen LOD as Tag Team Champions.
3: So, I think you did. Remember when we met them in San Jose? Oh, that's right. I can't remember the date of that card. I I know it was in San Jose, but I can't remember the date of that card. I
0: want to say it was around May of 97. Okay, I'll have to find that
3: and have it for next week, have it queued up for next week. Yeah, it
0: was around mid-97, dude. It might have been during the summer, but I'm pretty sure it was between like May and September.
3: Dude Love with Steve Austin pinned WWF IC champion Owen Hart with Jim Hydeart, in a non-title Falls Count Anywhere match after Austin interfered and hit Stunner on Owen.
0: Is that the one where Owen hit Mankind with the bag with of the peanuts? Bag
3: po- with the bag of popcorn, yep.
0: <laughs> the bag of popcorn, that's right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I've told that story too, where we were at Wrestle Reunion and I get up to Foley and I was like, hey, I was there that night. And then Foley begins to tell story time. Oh, and dude, like, yeah,
0: that was crazy.
3: So, kind of, I've told this story before, but to kind of give you guys a visual, I'm up at the table talking to Foley. Now, the line is a straight line behind Scott and I. Well, then Foley begins his story, and the line starts to flop around the table because everybody wants to hear this story.
0: Yeah, there's like a semicircle forming around his table.
3: Yeah, all we needed was s'mores and a campfire, right?
0: Totally. Well, because the way that they did it, it was in kind of a... Um... A garden. Like a garden reception area. It was all like brick and plants and stuff. And they had tables set up. And you basically went along to each guy, but you had to stand in line. Right? So you had to wait. And I think like Kevin Sullivan was first. And then it was Kevin Von Erich. And then maybe Foley was next. Or maybe it was Molly Holly and then Foley. Then Maurice. Then the Steiner brothers. Then the great Sasuke. I'm sure I'm missing a few in there. But that's kind of how the line went is that you had to go to each person, but you had to go in order. You couldn't just skip ahead. And yeah, when we got stopped at Foley, you're right, dude. He started telling the story. And then like, as you said, the line was kind of bunching up and then everybody just kind of formed a circle around Foley's table and everybody was listening to story time with Foley and it was great.
3: Yep. That was also the one where I went up to Maurice and I said, I heard you were a fan of Patrick Waugh. And she goes, who? And I go, I heard you were a fan of Patrick Waugh. And she looks at me and I was all the Montreal Canadiens old goalie. And she goes, oh, you mean Patrice Waugh. And I was all, oh my God, I love
2: you.
0: (laughs) You're like, could you say that again? Like 38 more times, please.
3: And then she starts talking to me like Patrick Waugh about Patrick Waugh. And I'm like, I already know all this stuff about him. I'm like a historian of Patrick (laughs) Waugh. You're
0: gatekeeping on Maurice. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I am, dude.
3: I was like, but this is awesome. So keep talking
0: I could stand here all day. That was pre-Miz too.
3: Yes, it was. And the last match of the night was WWF world champion Bret Hart defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley with WWF European champion Shawn Michaels in China and Ken Shamrock by pinning Shamrock after the Hart Foundation Shawn Michaels in China interfered.
0: Wow. Yes. Crazy. So So DX versus the Hart Foundation essentially. And can Shamrock kind of thrown in the mix?
3: So I wanted to tell that story because uh, the bag of popcorn and stuff like that. So, Love anyways, it. all right, Scott, we actually we actually don't have much news. Nah, no, just dip into it. I'm gonna dip my balls in it. All right, <laughs> if you guys hey! get if you guys get that, you are great. All right, Zombie Sailor is going with six inch articulated style figures, and his first figure is. <gasps> Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett will have two heads. He will be in his double J look.
0: This is the real reason his Ultimate Edition got canceled. It's because Zombie signed him.
3: (laughs) Well, I think once his Ultimate Edition got canceled, Zombie was sliding into his DMs, you know?
0: Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, that figure, so many people were disappointed that it got canceled. So, if you were disappointed, here you go. Go grab this one.
3: Okay, moving along. There is a new retro style company kwk who is ran by sean ing a great great collector out in china apologize that i did not get to this earlier i've had this saved up in my phone and i meant to actually get to this a couple of weeks ago so i owe him an owe apology but for his first signing he signed kamala love so it kamala, so kamala will be coming in his retro style This actually came in from KWK's Facebook page. You've been speculating and you have been wondering. KWK is happy to announce the first wrestler in the KWK kayfabe heroes line is going to be the late great Kamala. We would like to express our deepest appreciations to the Harris family to allow us to produce a figure that will do him justice. We would also like to thank Kenny Casanova and his company, w o h w publishers to help putting this agreement together aside from producing a guaranteed moon on belly retro style collectible figure three variants including his early days as kim mala k-i-m-a-l-a will be produced one of each variants will be available with our distributing partners from three different continents, one for Asia, Asia Asia-Pacific region, while one of each variant will be available for our North American and European distributing partners. A one of three, only one of each variant, of the 1UP prototype is inserted into the cases as the Chase. Three of each 1UP prototype will be produced as the other two will be given to the Harris family and for internal use. Other highly limited test shots chases will also be inserted randomly into the cases. All chases are also carded with a COA to prove its authenticity. Stay tuned for more information from KWK Cape Fabe Heroes line, as we still have three more talents to announce in the coming weeks.
0: I love it, dude. That's awesome. And what a way to do it, right? He's throwing prototypes and test shots and variants and chases like he's doing it all that the collectors love. So good on Shawn Ying. He's been paying close attention to what everybody's desires are when it comes to the figures. And what a name right out of the shoot Kamala. And one of the... I I don't want to say a downside so much because his, his original Hasbro was really well done. But I guess if you had to call it a downside, one of those was that there were no accessories. And one of the strengths of the Hasbro WWF line was the accessories. You could have given Kamala a spear. You could have given him a shield, the face mask, you name it. There were a number of accessories they could have done. They did none, right? But maybe Sean is going to do an accessory. I don't know yet. We haven't seen a a finished product. But, man, you throw an accessory in there. Now you're doing apples to apples almost with Hasbro, and who did it better?
3: All right, Scott, just a couple of things from the wrestling figs message boards and due to my error, I have to read this off my laptop, my work laptop. I'm going to be doing this for the first time instead of reading off a sheet.
0: So you have like two laptops and an iPad all going at the same time.
3: Yeah, and my my, uh, whatchamacallit the uh, uh, thing that records the server, not the server Audacity? No, not Audacity what's this thing that I mess with all the buttons and adjust volume Oh, your mixer. Mixer,
0: thank you that's what I was looking for. Technology and stuff (laughs)
3: rink-a-dink podcast god damn it get out of here <laughs> prick i thought you were done for the night i had to come back of course you did all right just just go somewhere else man go play with the kittens get out of here all right first question came in from izzy james 92 izzy said when will coliseum collection wave two hit mattel creations does wave one have to sell out first Steve said, Jake and Rick will be available in early 2023. And the second part, does Wave 1 have to sell out? Steve said, no. First set does not have to sell out. Very nice. Monzon said, hi, Steve. Thanks for your times, as always can you confirm if the McFoley defining moment will be in the same packaging as previous defining moment releases, or will we have new packaging for this figure and the future defining moments ongoing? Thanks. Steve said it'll be an evolution of the original packaging,
0: huh. which he had kind of said last week that it was going to be uh, some nods to the original packaging, but kind of brought up the 2022 standards.
3: Next question comes in from Billy boy tubes. Hey, Steve, I know you're not allowed to mention wrestlers who are or aren't signed to Legends deals, but I was just curious. Do you ever get a legend ever contact you and say they'd be interested in doing a deal, but when you speak with WWE, they turn it down?
0: Good question.
3: What is the most common outcome, WWE rejecting the deal or the legend rejecting the deal? Steve said almost every scenario has been experienced. Each talent and set of circumstances is different, so I can't really simply answer your question. Basically, if they're available to us. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. (laughs) And last question comes in from Canaanite. How often do you guys look at previous lines to determine who to make figures of? Don't need a name, but what's the longest someone has been available to you before they finally got a figure?
0: Another good question.
3: Steve said... I look at the reference past lines and lineups constantly to help shape our decisions. There were some expiring legends that I rushed into the line when I first started on the brand. So maybe some of those would qualify under your second question.
0: Ooh, you know what? I wonder if one of those was Harley, the King Harley unicorn figure
3: could be. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Because remember that one kind of sat around and they did nothing with it. Which is sad because had they done something with it, we probably would all have one in our collection. We wouldn't be as excited for the new one coming out. But thank goodness it all worked out. I am so happy to have that one in my collection, dude. When they finally released it. Oh my gosh. Like the day it pre-orders, the minute it pre-orders, the second it pre-orders, I am all over that thing. The millisecond? The millisecond even. The second of... Stop it.
3: And that rounds out the questions. All right, Scott, we are going to jump into nostalgia segment. We've got WWE Elite 70. What do you say?
0: Let's go talk about it.
3: Scott, before we get into WWE Elite 70 I want everybody to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com Over there, they have almost every figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com But what we want you to do this week is head on over to the WWE main Elite line section Look for 51 to 100 Scroll down just a smidge And you'll see a series. Go ahead and click that. Click Series 70. And follow along as Scott goes over this list. That is all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. And by the way, uh, Dylan sent me his very first wrestling show. It was an independent show. Friday, March 12th. It doesn't have the year, but it says uh, 30-man, two-ring, Battle Royal. The second main event. That was the main event. The second main event was greg valentine versus kamala speaking of kamala okay third main event was an eight little person tag team match in two rings
0: (laughs) wow (laughs) they got crazy with it
3: uh plus the following newa wrestlers heavyweight champion scott taylor jim the bouncer rule pat garrett lumberjack rick fuller colossus one king Phil Apollo, Blue and Black Attack, Stud Club. That's actually hella funny, Stud Club. (laughs) That is fantastic. That was us and our
0: buddies back in the 90s.
3: (laughs) We were the stuff, the stuff club. That's what, that's, I think that was your screen name on ALL or something. (laughs) Anyways, Dylan wanted to share that. He goes, you guys are killing me with the house shows. He goes, but I have to send you my very first show. as an independent show, so.
0: Scott Taylor, was that Scotty Too Hottie? I would assume so. Interesting. Okay. It, does,
3: it doesn't It does have the year. It just says March 12th. That's okay. all it says. Got it. So, anyways, thank you, Dylan. Also, while you're ever at Wrestling Figure Database, click that donate button. Kick a little back to D- Dylan because Dylan has put together such an amazing website for all of us wrestling figure collectors. So, And Jeff, you- one
0: thing I did want to point out about Dylan's website, if you go there now, there's a link to go vote on Figure of the Year. And he's got a little banner up with, like, basically past figures of the year. And of course, you know, there's King Harley. There's a few others, but would you like to know who on Dylan's banner is front and center for his figure of the year announcement or link to go vote on the figures? Would you like to know which figure is dead center on his banner? Super seven. (laughs) I was talking to Jeff.
3: Why aren't you talking to me? You prick. (laughs) God, he's getting vocal now.
0: Holy crap. Shove him back under the desk.
3: Uh, Which figure? Take a wild guess. Uh, So it's figure of the year this year?
0: No, this would be... Run the gamut. They were all Mattels. I think they were all Mattels. But it's like all of like a list of like the best figures. Some of the best ones that Mattel's ever done. Okay, so... But the one that's dead center on the the banner. I think there's like five figures on there.
3: Okay, so um, I'm going to go Ultimate Edition Hogan in the White Shirt.
0: Uh, Well, Hogan, Ultimate Edition NWO Hogan was on there. Okay. King Harley Race was another.
3: Okay, let's do um, Vader from the Elite Legends line.
0: No, unfortunately that Vader was not up there.
3: Sergeant Slaughter, Ultimate Edition.
0: Uh, No, you're not correct.
3: Razor Ramon, BCA.
0: I will... hmm, hmm.
3: And his ass fell off.
0: (laughs) The red or the yellow? You got to clarify. Both. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you a hint. It was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive.
3: Shockmaster. Incorrect. Isaac Yankum. Incorrect. Uh, Am I playing Can Jeff Last a Minute? (laughs) By the way, that's coming up later in the show.
0: Oh, good. Yeah,
3: you can thank Special Guy Sean for that one.
0: Anyways. It would be what many consider to be perhaps the best wrestling figure of all time. That's a small hint, and it's also a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive.
3: Shawn Michaels Deluxe Classic.
0: I don't believe those were San Diego Comic-Con exclusives.
3: Kevin Nash deluxe
0: classic. It's the Macho Man Slim Jim, dude. Ugh,
3: what's that figure on there?
0: Front and center on figure of the year voting. Do you know what that means when you're front and center?
3: It means that he couldn't find a better picture, so he had to throw that one on there. Hmm. I still love Dylan, but I I think he threw the wrong picture on there.
0: You're not very good at this game at
3: all. And that's if Jeff can last a minute. (laughs) Anyways, that horrible figure's up on (laughs) WrestlingFigureDatabase.com.
0: Horrible. Wow. Horrible. Wow. It was still on your top seven or top ten list this year.
3: It's on my number seven every year.
2: (laughs)
0: You're a jerk.
3: Anyways, what you got for Elite 70?
0: Yes, sir. WWE Mattel Elite number 70. Dolph Ziggler. And he came in a regular and a variant version. The regular version was black tights with a white icy title on them. White boots. And a silver soft goods jacket accessory. The variant version, same figure, same accessory, but the tights were like a pinkish red. Next up, EC3, black and yellow gear, and an EC3 poly Pocket style shirt. Next up, Finn Balor. This was Demon Finn, Soft Goods jacket and hat with black and red streamers. Not a soft goods hat, by the way, it was soft goods jacket and a hat with black and red streamers. This is his Jack the Ripper entrance look from NXT TakeOver London in 2015. Gerald Briscoe, this was your Walmart exclusive. Red trunks and black boots underneath his, his clothes. Kind of like the Pat Patterson figure we discussed in a previous Elite series. Came with soft good pants, a soft goods Briscoe Brothers body shop shirt, and a riot helmet accessory. Next up, Johnny Gargano. He was in his Venom gear with a Polly Pocket style vest and a fire extinguisher accessory. This is his look from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4, and it was the gear designed by the great Adam Riches, who was a special guest on this show at one time. Next up, Vince McMahon. He's in his 80s announcer's look, comes with a microphone and an interview platform accessory. And finally, Seth Rollins in his shield attire comes with the white icy title. And Jeff, that rounds out WWE Mattel Elite Number 70.
3: Such a good series. You know what else added to this was the white packaging. I really like the white packaging that they had going on with these series.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, it was it was very clean, and it, it just made the figure kind of pop off of it.
3: Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm a huge fan of the packaging on this one. Uh, favorite figure in this one?
0: Uh, that You know, that's tough. Because really, this is one of their more solid Elite series, too. I know we've been saying that a lot lately, but... Man, you look at this thing top to bottom and every single figure is money. These are all so good. Um, You know, I got to think about these ahead of time because that way when you ask me, I'm not like stuck deciding. But I think I'm going to go Johnny Gargano.
3: Stuck deciding? I ask you the same question every week for the past seven years, dude.
0: I know. I know. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh crap, he's asking me as you're asking the question. And I'm like, oh crap, which one is my... Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's like this where every figure is so good and you're like... Dude, it's, it's a hard decision, but if gun to head, I have to pick one. I'm going Johnny Gargano. If I get a 1A, I'm going Finn Balor.
3: Uh, I have to agree with you. I do like the Gargano. I know a lot of people were upset because, if I'm not mistaken, like back in 2019, the boots didn't go all the way up and they had to paint something or with the kick pads. I don't know. It was something weird, but I thought the figure looked good.
0: Yeah, super clean. Is This the one you got signed, right, by Johnny? The, yep, sure is. Yeah, right, when we met him at, uh, at StocktonCon. Super nice guy, great guy. Adam Riches as well, who designed his ring gear for this one. Uh, Another great guy, as I said, we had him on one time as a special guest. Uh, Go back and check that interview out. But uh, yeah, it's so good. It's the Venom gear. It's fantastic. But that Finn is so good too. I mean, they really captured his look so well from that NXT TakeOver.
3: Dolph Ziggler, He was the face was kind of weird, but I did like the outfits they put him in.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. I love those black tights with the white icy title on them.
3: The EC3 looked good. Finn Balor looked good, as you had mentioned. The Vince McMahon, I don't think it captured his 80s look, but the fact that you had the 80s look in Mattel form, I think that was what made that figure. It was kind of like, oh, cool. I've got a Vince McMahon from the 80s. Sweet. The yeah. face is okay. It's okay. But, you know, you got the podium, you've got Vince in the blue yeah. blazer. It just, everything about that figure, as far as nostalgia and everything, just, is what makes that figure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he had an extra $3 million at that time too.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Extra $20 million. Well, you know, when you take from the company, I guess, but (laughs) allegedly, allegedly, Allegedly. (laughs) allegedly. Let's go over some eBay prices. Dolph Ziggler with the black tights, white IC title on them. The variant being the pink and red tights pulled the regular. The regular last sold was January 2nd. For $51 on two bids.
0: Damn, on a regular version too. Wow.
3: The variant sold on January 2nd for $76 on eight bids.
0: Holy crap. I mean, it is a great figure. The job that they did on the tights, a lot of detail on them. Uh, The boots look really good. The jacket looks fantastic. It's got the Rebel logo on the back of it. Um, Like you said, the head scan is just okay. But top to bottom, a solid figure for sure. Those are some high values, too. That's actually kind of surprising to me.
3: I did like the jacket on it, too. EC3 black and yellow gear, EC3 poly pocket style shirt. Last sold eBay listing was January 3rd for $5.50 on seven bids.
0: Whoa, wait. What's the line?
3: The line, which I have written down on my computer desk.
0: On your official uh, fully posable sticky note?
3: He did not take over the line. The line is the Aiden English line, which is $4.99. Oh, he
0: was so close.
3: EC3, The EC3 line. That actually rolls off the tongue.
0: It does, the EC3 line. He controlled his narrative and would not dip below the line.
3: <laughs> but one thing I did want to point out, because I, as I was scrolling through his figures on eBay, the one previous to the one that sold for $5 and 50 cents. The one previous sold on Christmas Eve for $44 and 95 cents. What the, it was a drastic drop off. And if you kept scrolling down the 35 to $45 range was about the norm.
0: What the heck? That's just bad timing for that seller. Wow. I think so. Got to put reserves.
3: Finn Balor demon Finn. I should say soft goods, jacket and hat with black and red streamers in his Jack the Ripper look last sold eBay listing was December 30th for $48 on a buy it now
0: that's a great figure
3: Johnny Gargano Venom Gear poly pockets vest take over Brooklyn 4 look last sold eBay listing was December 13th for $69 on a buy it now
0: whoa damn
3: okay Vince McMahon 80s announcer look with mike interview platform last sold eBay listing was today January 4th for $68 on a buy it now
0: Not a lot of Vince figures out there.
3: No. Seth Rollins, Shield Attire, White IC Title, last sold eBay listing was December 3rd for $65 on a Buy It Now. And that wasn't even a great Seth Rollins figure.
0: I mean, it's good, but $65 good? Wow. No,
3: it's not not even close to that. Wow. Joe Briscoe, last sold eBay listing was New Year's Eve for $25 on one bid.
0: Man, that's a pretty, I mean, outside of like EC3 and Gerald, which is a, or Gerald Briscoe, which is essentially retail, man, there were some pretty high values on those figures. That's really surprising.
2: Yep. But yeah. again,
0: top, top to bottom, that elite 70 series is very, very good. Very good.
3: Which kills me too, because I saw the Dolphs all the time. I saw Finn all the time. I saw, I saw these figures all the time. It seemed like the only one that was kind of hard to find was Vince. But everybody else was basically plentiful.
0: I think Tim found me Vince. It was hard to find. Yeah, he was. I wasn't able to locate him. And I believe Tim had a chair shot on Twitter. Um, the pulling up a chair podcast. I believe he's the one that found Vince for me because I couldn't spot him in any stores.
3: Yeah. That rounds out WWE Elite Series 70. All right, Scott, per the request of Sean Jacoby, our uh, special guest from the earlier years. Well, actually, it wasn't his request. He just gave me the figures. It was my request to have you play Can You Last a Minute.
0: Oh, man. What? Sean gave you the figures. He did. Uh, Okay. Sean's wheelhouse in wrestling is late 80s and 90s. Because Sean kind of got out of wrestling like early 2000s. Late 90s, early 2000s.
3: So he got out of it, but then he got back into it. And then he fell out of it again around 2013, 14.
0: And he was a big TNA fan. He was. So I'm going to guess we're going to have some TNA figures in there.
3: So don't think Sean. And don't think his favorite wrestlers or anything. Whatever you do, do not think that. Okay. He went outside of the box. So, obviously, and I will say this, I don't even know if I should spoil it, but I will, I will. Sean was a huge Raven fan. There is not a Raven figure on these three.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there goes my idea.
3: Just kind of keep that in mind. He kind of went outside the box on these. Okay. And then he wanted me to text him after the show to see if you are going to punch him in the face. (laughs) To which I said... yes (laughs) Yes. <laughs> he said, "Yes, you're going to text me." I said, "No, Scott's going to want to punch you in the
0: face." <laughs> as long so- as there's no Jimmy Wang Yang on the list, I don't think there will be any punches thrown.
3: Oh shit. Right. <laughs> I got to save Sean.
0: All right, how many are we doing here? We got 3. We have 3. Theresa. Sir. Theresa. Sir. All okay.
3: right. Okay. Whoops, that's my alarm clocks. So I got to be up at 4:20. Oof. My alarm says you have to be up in eight hours and 23 minutes, you asshole.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wake and bake. (laughs) Well, no. (laughs) Wake and pet the cats.
3: Exactly. Pet the kittens. All right. Scott, we're going to play Can You Last a Minute? The way this game works. Scott has one minute to guess the figure that special guest Sean chose for all three of these. So he. We'll start with the first one. Scott, are you
1: ready to play Can You Last a Minute?
0: Hold on. Hey Alexa. What figure did Sean choose?
1: From plasticanplush.com. Sean Smith is set to launch his very first vinyl figure, We Ninja.
0: Thank you, Alexa.
3: Ask her to play soothing music as you go through this. <laughs> have it have it be very soothing. Like maybe this will calm your nerves.
0: Give me a jazzy bass riff in the background.
3: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Scott, are you ready to play Can You Last a Minute? I'm ready. All right. Take your earbuds out. Palm them like a cat, like it's in its loaf position.
0: Taking them out now. All
3: right. The first figure is Ric Flair, Superstars figure.
0: The password is Jeff's a dick.
3: (laughs) Hey, Sean chose the figures. It's not me this week.
0: The password is Sean's a dick. (laughs)
3: all right scott you have one minute to guess the figure are you ready
0: i'm ready go is it ljn no is it hasbro no is it remco no is it just toys Bendems? no is it impact tna no the toy biz line oh no uh is it mattel yes oh good is it defining moments no is it a tag team no is it a female or is it a female no is it a male yes okay is it an elite no is it a basic no and it's not a defining moment okay is it an ultimate edition no uh is it a san Diego comic-con exclusive
2: no the hell
0: (laughs) oh man okay Is it one of the Masters of the Universe figures? Close, but no. Is it one of the Turtle crossovers?
2: No. What the hell?
0: Is it one of their wrestling buddies that they did? One one minute is up. Oh, my God. Sean, (laughs) you jerk off.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
3: take that, Sean. (laughs) I bet you wish we'd never
0: done this game ever. No, I I really hate this game. I really do.
3: (laughs) I'm waiting for the day that you turn it back on me, but I'm glad you have it. So
0: anyways. Yeah, guess this one figure from Mattel. One figure out of the thousands that they've done in a line that's run 12 years. Steve's only done
3: 1,200 figures.
0: Yeah, that's all.
3: That's only during his time.
0: Yeah, this game's very easy.
3: All right, uh, do you have a guess? You get one final guess.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, hold on. Let me flip through my Rolodex. Uh... It's not elite. It's not a basic. That's essentially 90% of what they've done. And it's not a tag team. So that means it's not a battle pack. And it's not a defining moment. Nope. It's not a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. It's not an ultimate edition. It's not one of the crossover figures. It's the Sasha and Charlotte Barbie doll two pack.
3: It is not. It is actually the (laughs) Ric Flair superstars figure.
0: Hmm. Thanks, Sean.
3: Sorry, man. Do you want me to play the shitty flu- uh, No, I don't want to rub it in. I won't rub it in.
0: I don't know that Mattel should be included in this game.
3: Well, it's a wrestling figure.
0: Understood. But the line is too big.
3: That's what she said.
0: <laughs> the line starts to the left. <laughs> I
3: could eliminate Mattel. I can eliminate Mattel for the rest of the night because that should give you a clue.
0: Even or- Jack's to an extent, too.
3: What if I gave you one clue before I
0: hit the start? Yeah, give me a raging clue.
3: Okay, so that's the first one for the night. So I, th- what I'll do is I'll give you a clue before we start. So for this next one, your clue is do not think old school. Okay. Think newer.
0: Okay, and I'm also thinking that that guess that I just gave you was really bad for the last one because the Sasha Charlotte Tupac was a San Diego comic-con exclusive and it was females and it was females which I specifically asked those questions so see I don't I shouldn't even get the after guess either because I'm already all like pissed off that I got it wrong and now I'm mad at Sean and want to punch him in the face
3: you're all flustered
0: yeah flummoxed
3: don't swing at Sean he's a pacifist
0: <laughs> I'm gonna pass a fist his way all right
3: oh my god
0: <laughs> good luck passing this fist
3: All right, it's time for your second figure, so go ahead and remove the earbuds. The second figure is Jeff Jarrett Zombie Sailor. Okay, Scott, (laughs) you're going to hate him after this one. Actually, I think you're going to hate him after the next two. Anyways, remember what I said. Think newer.
0: Yeah, and I'm already guessing it's also a Mattel. I
3: haven't started the stopwatch, so I will start it now.
0: Mattel? No. No interesting ljn no oh you said newer okay so jacks no uh toy biz tna line no jacks tna line no the hell you said think newer uh super 7
3: no you're on the right path keep going with that
0: storm no chella no hastel no zombie yes zombie slick uh no. zombie double j Yes, there you go. You got it. Wow. Okay. Oh,
3: wow. You got that in 30. I think it was 33. I did. I kept hitting the button, but I think you got that in 33 seconds. Good job, dude.
0: Okay. So when you said think newer, I thought you meant the wrestler newer.
3: Um, no, I meant the toy line.
0: Understood. That would be good to know. So that will be a question that I ask you. If you ever give me that hint again, think newer that you're not talking about the generation of wrestling. You're talking about the toy line.
3: Yes. Think newer.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever
3: you do, think newer. <laughs> think newer. All right. Good job, dude. You got that in 33 seconds. Good job,
0: dude. Hey, thanks. I, I'm, I'm at 50-50. So let's see how this next one goes.
3: All right. So I'm going to have you remove your earbuds for this last one. Let's see if you get this last one. Okay. Doink Jack's Classic. I, I think I remember this figure. I just have to look it up real quick
0: the hell what what oh I, <laughs> come on
3: i remember it i just want to get a visual of it <sighs> okay that's weird all right it, anyways okay
0: uh hint please
3: hint think 2000 and above
0: Hmm. okay so we're talking like jack's real scan r3 yeah. tech correct 2000 and above. Yes. Okay. The OSFTM ECW line ended.
3: I, oh, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Um, we're still having a discussion about the hint. Okay. The OSFTM line from EC or the ECW one ended like late, very, very late 90s. Like, I don't know that it ran into the 2000s. I don't think it did. Okay. So we're not talking ECW. Uh, WCW's Toy Biz line ended like right at 2000.
3: around there thank god
0: you're so wrong okay so we could be talking jack's real scans it's the titantron live vince figure
3: dude i haven't even started the stopwatch yet oh i see (laughs) wait let me start guessing dude oh you're trying to get information out of me before i started the stopwatch well played
0: i don't know what you're talking about
3: good psychology trick right there. okay
0: so 2000 and on yes all right are you ready i'm ready go is it Jax? Yes. Is it the Vince Titantron live figure?
3: <laughs> no, it's not that.
0: <laughs> is it a Titantron live figure? No. Is it a Rulers of the Ring figure? No. Is it a Classic Superstars? Yes. Is it from the first 10 series?
2: Uh, uh, no.
0: Oh. It's the Bret Hart in shorts? No. It's the Powers of Pain? No. Is, it, is he from a tag team? Is it a female or male?
2: Male. Tag team? No.
0: Were they in a tag team? No. Okay, so we're not talking to Tupac. We're not talking to... Uh, Gerald Briscoe? No. Bruiser Brody? No. Abdullah the Butcher? No. Uh, was he a WCW wrestler? No. WWF wrestler? Yes. Bam Bam Bigelow? No. One Man Gang? No. Earthquake? No. Typhoon? No. What era time, was he? Time it. is
2: up.
3: You get one last guess.
0: Was he from the 80s? No. 90s?
3: <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm still answering questions after the watches. I shouldn't be doing that.
0: Well, I still get one more guess, damn it. <laughs> so this male wrestler from... Did you say WCW or WWF? WWF. This male wrestler from the WWF was in the Classic Superstars line from the 90s. Yes. Crush.
3: No. Is that your final? Tatanka. (laughs) Are you still going to still keep guessing?
0: Bastion Booger.
3: Okay. Let's just, no. (laughs) Those are good guesses. Thank you. Sean chose the evil doink figure from series 19. Of course he did. And for some reason, that evil doink figure had a tag team belt with
0: him. Interesting. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Must have been Chinese New Year.
3: Actually, you know what? There were two Doinks. There was Evil Doink and Doink from... That's my bad. I should have clarified which one he wanted or he wanted to go with. Because there were two Doinks. There was Evil Doink from Series 19 and there was Doink from Superstar Series 6. So technically, yes, it would have been from the first 10 series. Would you have gotten it if you an- if I answered that?
0: Probably not. Oh, okay. Probably that makes not.
3: Me... Okay. That makes me feel better.
0: I mean, yeah, I would have. Oh, sh lose sleep (laughs) you and sean both lose sleep
3: uh you know what i will not be losing sleep over that because i am butt tired
0: (laughs) your first thing you do is a high five sean tomorrow morning you're like guess what dude we
3: we do not eiffel tower golden gate bridge stop that
0: (laughs) eskimo brothers over there
3: oh what (laughs) what (laughs) God
0: damn it. All right. right, <laughs> Your regular Vincent Johnny.
3: All right. Uh, so are you going to text Sean after this or do you want me to?
0: Oh, feel free to text him.
3: That he's going to get a punch to the face?
0: To let him know that, yeah, I'm going to pacifist his way.
3: Oh, no, that can't happen. <laughs> That's part of the Golden Gate of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> do not look that up on Urban Dictionary, folks. Whatever do, you do. <laughs> whatever you do, do not look that up. Come on now. <laughs> disgusting disgusting man
0: it's a family show exactly how dare you
3: <laughs> but that rounds out the show we hope everybody had a good time tonight tonight's show was a lot of fun you know what our show was so much fun it was a great show
0: it was it was I, if i had to say so myself exactly i think we did well i sucked at uh can you last a minute
3: and you know what i should have started this with tonight's going to be a great show like ctm prefaces questions with great question here
0: yes yes i like the confidence going into it it's kind of like you're kicking the door in yeah you're like setting the ambiance.
3: i need to start doing that every week
0: just <laughs> guys you're in for a great show
3: tonight's a great show
0: <laughs> why didn't we think of this 300 plus, 60 plus episodes ago
3: i don't know that's fantastic I, I gotta start doing that as i said ctm's my favorite dude
0: guess what you're going to hear next week guys pretty much <laughs> You just listened to a great show. <laughs> you're welcome.
3: Uh, but that rounds out the show. I want everybody to head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over at WrestlingToyTracker, they pull the three months averages of LJNs Gloobs, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendoms, and Defining Moments. So if you're on the hunt for any of those figures, head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com and make sure you're getting the carded and loose prices. Of the figure that you are looking for. So, again, that's wrestlingtoytracker.com. All right, let's go over our podcast and buddies. A lot of fun of these podcasts that I listen to. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, of course, kicking it off. Movie talk, toy talk, wrestling talk, all the talk going on over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Also, check out Breaker's side projects. You know it's fake, right? And the TB Toy Cast with Travis and Breaker. A lot of fun with that show. I love listening to that. So, again, Check them all out. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. You know it's fake, right? And the TB Toycast. All right. PPW podcast as well. Go give them a listen and give them five stars if you can over on iTunes. Give all of our buddies five stars, please. But check out the PPW podcast. Last week, Steve did a little mini episode of the Top Ten Royal Rumbles. Do you agree? Don't you agree? What was number one? Oh crap, I forgot. I listened to it too. Um, I listened to it on Saturday at the gym. It was uh 92. He had a uh, he had the two women's rumble. Oh my god, dude, I can't remember. He had the two women's he had two women's rumbles. Was it uh, 92? 94 was on there. Uh, it might have been 92.
0: The Ric Flair one.
3: I think so. I can't remember. I'll have to go back. I I listened to it Saturday. I just can't remember off the top of my head.
0: The 2007 rumble to me is one of the best of all time
3: just because of the way it ended.
0: Yes, exactly. Like you got a little taste of what was to come between those two guys. And I loved it.
3: Yes. I love that taste. All right. (laughs) But go over to the PPW podcast. See if you agree with Steve's list or not agree. So go check it out. Positively pro wrestling podcast and check out their Facebook group. Positively pro wrestling podcast on Facebook. Also, check out another fun Facebook group, The Chick Foley Show. Fun podcast over there and a fun Facebook group. So go check that out over at The Chick Foley Show. Also, we got Justin with Wrestling Cheers. Sorry we didn't get to any listener questions tonight. We are recording a little bit earlier because Scott is going to see Steel Panther tomorrow night. Can't wait. You love
2: them, dude.
0: If I had a spirit animal in the form of a band, it would be Steel Panther. It's like eighties glam metal and dick jokes rolled into a beautiful ball or pair of balls.
3: I th- I saw you as a maroon five guy, but okay. If that That's was just your Sean, career.
0: you're confusing me with Sean.
3: Oh, you mean the guy you told to buy Maroon Five?
0: I couldn't be the only one that bought the album. <laughs> Someone had to share in my misery. <laughs> and he fell for it. Hook Line and sinker, dude.
3: It was funny because I was standing next to him and he goes, All right, Scott's telling me about this Maroon Five band I need to pick up. <laughs> It doesn't, sound, it doesn't sound very metal, but I mean, I'm going off Scott's re- <laughs> Scott's recommendation. So we hop back into his vehicle, and we start to head home, and he's like, God damn it, the second he put it in, he's like, Scott Rick rolled me, but with Maroon 5. Yeah,
0: you got Levine rolled.
3: You got Levine <laughs> But anyways, go check out Justin over at Wrestling Cheers. We got RJ over at Ringside Rant. We got Marty and Rucker. Doing boots of the face. A lot of fun over there. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. Soda and Ethan are doing In the Marbles pod. Follow them on all their social medias. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History?
0: Yes, give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. If Eddie dropped the show this past Friday, he's got stuff going on. Not sure if he was going to be able to get around to editing. He's been really busy at work, putting in a lot of hours. Of course, the bad weather. He works for PG&E, so... He's putting in a lot of hours making sure people got power. If he does not drop an episode, you'll hear it next Friday. So check us out wherever you grab your other podcasts at because we're drunk wrestling history. We're not always accurate, but we are always drunk.
3: And also check out our good buddies, Marty and Sarah, love wrestling. Scott, roll call.
0: Yep, I'm gonna throw it out, of course, to the great Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. Hit him up, he'll do all sorts of art for you, whatever you need. He's got you covered. If you want custom Hasbros, you got to go see Jason as well. Check out his social media platforms, The Art of Jason Wolf. He does incredible Hasbro customs. He just posted a picture of a bunch of LODs that he's painting up. And he's got them in Zubas. He's got them in gold shoulder pads. You name it, he's got a version of it. He's done a million Sting figures. He does a great gobbledygooker. If you want any of these, go check them out. Hit him up. Jason Wolf, he's amazing. And Jeff, that rounds our Roll Call.
3: Are you getting Taco Bell after Steel Panther tomorrow night?
0: Uh, No, it's going to be too late, dude. But we are heading to the snow this weekend. So there's a very good possibility that on the way out of town, after we hit Costco, we're loading up the car with Taco Bell to eat on the way to the snow. So, uh, you know, what's funny is all those gift cards I got for Christmas, I think we're down to like 20 bucks left.
3: Are you serious already? We,
0: we've been doing a lot of damage at Taco Bell, dude. Because <laughs> Shannon's like, she's about to go back on her diet. And she was just like, I'm getting everything in before the end of the year. I'm going to start fresh. But before I do, damn it, I'm getting my my cheat days in like The Rock. And dude, we've just been like murdering Taco Bell. It has been so much fun.
3: Any cheese quesadillas?
0: Uh, Shannon's been getting the chicken quesadilla.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. But uh, now that she's back on it, uh, it'll just be me and Peyton and Cindy eating on the, uh, the Taco Bell gift card. So that might last a little bit longer. But uh, yeah, dude, it's <laughs> it's been a flurry of Taco Bell.
3: That's hilarious, dude. Yeah,
0: Costco's loving it because I'm buying out all their toilet paper.
3: <laughs> oh, good thing it's not the pandemic.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> be using corn husks or something.
3: <laughs> oh, gross. I'll, I'll send you a meme about that. <laughs> Thank you. Scott, for episode 363, anything else?
0: Happy New Year. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig life since 2016. And happy toy hunting.
3: I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 363. Hashtag fig life. Adios. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Fully Ball.
2: Let's go Jeff and Scott the Toon
3: Brothers Busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box M.O.C Happy toy hunting We'll see you next week with the OGs of W.F.P